This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. Nah, I don't eat eggs. You don't eat eggs? No. Ever? No. Scrambled? No. A hard-boiled egg? No. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Patrick Mahomes, the magic show, is here in Oakland, pulling the rabbit out of the hat and handing the rabbit to Travis Kelsey. According to Jim, is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. It's over! The Bullpups have knocked out Bishop the age, and for the ninth time in school history, the Bullpups stand atop the state of Kansas. Everything happening in the sports world. Even some things not happening in the sports world. So you're more of a traditional Hark, Christmas Hark music. Hark the Herald fan. Angels sing. I like that. Hark the Herald Angels oh, yeah. sing. Yeah, I like that. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in McPherson, the man in green today. A little mint green. A Color little, of money. A little clover green. Mr. Steve Sell. Color of money. Steve, did you enjoy your trip to Teuton Land last night? Hey, I'll tell you what. You know, McPherson and I didn't play last night, and I always try to get out to the area, kind of go, you know, see the people and, and, uh, Check it out, and boy, did we get treated well down at Emmons. They just treat us fantastic. The Newfell boys are down there, Russ Gearing, Kevin Regeer, a lot of good people down in Inman. I'll bet they got the Inman Harvest Cafe buzzing with the way that two-time oh. team's playing. And we saw two really excellent basketball games. Inman played Berean Academy. Uh, Berean, of course, always excellent, especially on the boys' side. Uh, maybe one of the most underrated coaches in the state, Louis Wiebe at Berean Academy, they get you to play their style. Inman wanted to run early, and Berean tried to run, got down about six or eight, and then all of a sudden, Lewis Wiebe calls timeout and says, we got to play Berean basketball, and that's kind of like Princeton. It's just pass and cut, pass and cut, and then they just, you know, at the last second, they always find an open guy. But two great ball games and an Inman sweep. Great crowd at Inman last night, a lot of energy. The number one boys team in 2A, the number two team in girls in right. 2A. So a lot of fun to check those teams out. A ton of area basketball going on last night. And Steve, I think we felt a little left out because McPherson was like the only team in the county that was not playing That's last right. night. That's right. Canton Galva was at home. Let's see who else was at home. Pretty much everybody Heston. else was on the road. Heston was at home. Right. I think everybody else was on the road. Pretty successful night throughout the area. A couple of overtime games. Steve's area roundup is Posted on our website at midkansasonline.com. And I wrote a column on my, our trip to Inman last night. Do you my, have a, a specific Inman story as well? Right. We have a story on the Inman-Berean game and uh, just a column on Inman basketball and, and how it's kind of neat for them to get back. Uh, you weren't around, but in the 1990s, they had a great run. I might have been around, but Man. not here. But, uh, yeah. But they, uh, uh, they had a I great... Wasn't speaking. They had a great run in the 90s. Uh, they had the Wor- uh, Laura Worthing for the girls, Chris Worthing for the guys. Uh, they were the leaders of their teams, and and, and just uh, you know they won. They both won state championships within a year of each other. I can't remember what was the order. I want to say 
93 was maybe the girls, 94 the boys. It's probably the other way. I probably have it wrong. But they What both the heck were, was in the water in this county in like 1970 in the, to about 75 to produce all of these unbelievable basketball players? The when you look at Little River, who was good. Mount Ridge. Mount Ridge was really good. Inman was good. The McPherson teams, of course, were rolling. What was going on? I don't know. Well, and then you It go, was right before you got and here. And then the 80s. Uh, Canton Galva, both boys and girls, had tremendous teams in the 80s. Uh, Smoky Valley, uh, they won it. I know the first year I was here, uh, the year before I got here, they won a state championship. Their boys won a state championship in 82. Uh, Coach Kenneman always argues with me. And Smoky Valley boys or St. John boys, who was the better team in 82? Uh, Vikings were awfully good back then. Steve, we had a fun night down at Inman. I have a question, though. I understand that a Teuton is some sort of, like, warrior, but – I don't really understand what a Teuton is. I've never asked. Because it, it's a very strange spelling. Yeah. If there's anybody that doesn't live here and just happens to be listening and goes, what the heck are they talking about? It's some sort of variation, I think, of a Titan. Yeah, I think so. A Teuton. T-E-U-T-O-N. Yeah, Google that on your computer. We're going to see what Wikipedia has to say because whenever I first got here, I think I had to ask Steve about 12 times the first day before we went on with the coaches show and go, okay, so it, it's Teuton? Yeah. And you said, yeah, so it's not Titan. No. Right. Teuton. Yeah. Let's see. The Teutons were an ancient tribe mentioned by Roman authors. They are generally classified as a Germanic tribe. Ooh. Right, Germans, yeah. Late 2nd century B.C., there you go. Teuton. There you go. Right on, Teuton. Good trip last night. We enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, a lot of fun. And boy, we always get treated like kings down there. Got some popcorn. Shout out to Russ Gearing. You know, he just takes care of us. So, a lot of fun. Steve, some of the other big news from last night in the NFL and for Chiefs fans, six Pro Bowlers announced. And there was one that was left off that we can talk about here in just a minute. But the Chiefs that were named to the Pro Bowl... Offensive tackle, first overall pick, 1-1 as they would say, first round, first overall pick, Eric Fisher. Really? See, I haven't even seen the list. That, I'll be honest, that surprises me a little bit, but go ahead. He's only allowed two sacks and 516 passing attempts. Okay. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Number two, outside linebacker. First nomination, D. Ford. Deserved. Fullback, first nomination, Anthony Sherman. Sausage. The sausage. Yeah. First Nomination, quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. No-brainer. Third nomination, wide receiver, Tyreek Hill. Not return specialist, wide receiver. Cheetah. And then fourth nomination, tight end, Travis Kelsey. Again, you won't get any arguments from anybody on that. Now, what's the one I'm going to mention that was left off that should have been in this list? Chris Jones. There you go. Yeah. I'm really surprised. I don't know who the D tackles were or D linemen. I don't know if they do it by tackles or by ends or just D-line in general, but uh, there had to be some pretty good defensive linemen because Chris Jones is a sack in like 10 or 11 straight games to the Chiefs. You know, he's been a real force, and maybe it's just because their defense is so bad that, uh, you know, they kind of get overlooked. Here are the other AFC defensive linemen that made this list. Defensive ends, which is not Chris Jones, J.J. Watt, Miles Garrett, Melvin Ingram, which I kind of, well, I guess he's more of an outside linebacker, defensive end. Slash. Kind of, yeah. yeah. And then the interior lineman, Geno Atkins with the Bengals, Jarrell Casey with the Titans, Cameron Hayward of the Steelers. I don't know Jarrell Casey, no. but I know all the other names. Yeah. So maybe it was a snub that Chris Jones didn't get in, especially since he's just been rolling recently. You want to take a guess at the quarterbacks in the AFC? 
Quarterbacks in the AFC, well, Mahomes, obviously. There you go. Uh, Got to think, Phyllis. Phillip Rivers. Yeah, Phillip Rivers. How about a third one? Oh, there's three? Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. Got maybe Big Ben. Not Big Ben. Okay. Uh, Got to think. Deshaun Watson. No. How about we think the GOAT? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. I I didn't think Brady because he's really not put up the numbers he has in the past. But let's face it, the Pro Bowl, you get a lot of selections on meritorious service. How about running backs? There are three. I don't think you can guess these three. Melvin Gordon. That's one. <laughs> See, you didn't think I, could... I don't think you can guess all three. Is that right? I'll give you two mess-ups. Try to guess all three and only miss two. So you've got two James more. James Conner. You got two. Yeah. Now this third one. He's, and he is a running back. He's not a, a running back. back, yeah. A running back. Gosh, I got to think. AOC. Philip Lindsay. <laughs> Good work, Steve. You well, got it. Three I, for three. Yeah, I did not know that. I'm just guessing. Good for work. I was just Good thinking. for you, Well, man. I was just kind of going through the teams, Woo. and I said, well, it's not been a great year for running backs. It really hasn't, especially when you consider one of them that has been a Pro Bowl steady, did not report to his team throughout the whole year, and is just hanging out in South Beach. Yeah. And then the other one kicked a woman in a hallway and got Kicked off the team, and he's not on a team anymore. You don't even hear anything about Kareem Hunt. You know, I haven't heard a lot about Kareem Hunt in the basketball. He's kept the a low weeks. profile. It's not like he's been going out to discos and, and things like that. Probably wouldn't be great for him. But how about we try and name the NFC quarterbacks? There are three. Well, Aaron Rodgers is, a, is just because he's Aaron Rodgers. Ding, ding. Uh, Jared Goff. Ding, ding. Um, Got to think of the other one. Best record in the NFL. Best record in the NFL, Mitchell Trubisky. No, but you're close. <laughs> a team that's probably going to be the number one seed in the NFC? I said Jared Goff. Oh, Drew Brees. There you go. Okay. Running backs, NFC. Now, these are three big names. I bet you could get Alvin Kamara. No. Really? Correct. Not, he's not. He's not. Wow. Three I, other ones, big names. Well, Gurley's obvious. He's a, he's a no-brainer. Ding, ding. Um, gotta think East Philadelphia. No, no. Zeke, Zeke Elliott, and one more from the East. One more from the East. Okay. Young guy. Young guy. Okay, from the I- NFC East. Yes. Oh, Saquon. There you go, yeah. Saquon Barkley. Yeah. So uh, Pro Bowls and these types of teams, I I don't look too much into it because it is a little bit of a popularity contest. Well, Here's my take on the Pro Bowl. Ooh, Do away take. with it. You're not a fan of it? It's terrible. It's, what about it's MLB All-Star Game? Better. What about the NHL All-Star Game? Never watch it. NBA? Do away with it. It's a joke. What about the dunk contest? Joke. And the Sprite Skills Competition? I don't mind the three-point contest, but the NBA, what was the year? 186 to 184. Are you kidding me? It's high scoring. It's ridiculous. Just play basketball. They gotta they gotta put some incentive on it so those guys actually try. Last year, remember the NFL tried to do all sorts of new things. They were having a dodgeball game, and Alex Smith was going out there and slinging it with his arm locked straight out. They were doing some sort of skills competitions. But the game itself, they've changed it a couple of times over the last few years. Well, they've had captains pick teams. And where matter. I just don't – I don't understand how it works anymore. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know what their format is this year. Well, I, and then they had a stretch where they had, like, random Hall of Famers be the coaches Jerry of the Rice teams. Jerry Rice and Michael Irvin. 
Well, I, it, it's just a little, little confusing. I for say me. do away with it. They don't want to be there. The players, the season is so long anyway. Those guys are so beat up. Why do they want to play an exhibition game where they could get hurt? I just think do away. If you're going to have an All Star game, play have eight games and then have a All Star game in the middle. Yeah, but the NFL would never do that with football. If anything, they need to do this Pro Bowl after the Super Bowl. Like two weeks after the Super Bowl. Oh, guys, are so they're so tired and beat up by then. That's why I'm saying do away with it. Just don't have it. The only thing I really don't like about the Pro Bowl being the week before the Super Bowl is typically the two best quarterbacks are not going to play in this game, and the next lot two of best good, quarterbacks were playing the week before. A lot of good players won't be. And then there's so many guys. This, this list it got picked yesterday, 25 or 30 of them probably won't even end up playing. They'll say, I, I'm, I got a bad ingrown toenail or something. <laughs> Last year it was DJ Alexander or somebody for the Chiefs that was like the defensive MVP of the game. Who? <laughs> there, were, there was some backup linebacker for the Chiefs that was a special teams guy that made it at the last minute. Because I think Andy Reid was make, involved somehow. A lot of them make it at the last And he night. like had an interception and was running around the field playing big-time minutes. And yeah. I, it, it's not something that I need to watch. Where, where the MLB All-Star Game is something I will pay a little more attention to. Well, the MLB, I mean, you can't go out there and tank. I mean, if you're a batter, well, you, can. you want to hit a home run. If you're right. a pitcher, you want to strike people out. There's at least, at least it's legit. It's the most legit of the All-Star Games. Very legit. Too legit to quit. As Steve Sell would say. Who's that? MC Tupac? Hammer. MC Hammer. <laughs> I can't. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Steve. Let's take a break. I've got something fun coming up on the other side I haven't told you about. Oh, okay. But I, I want to listen to a little bit of audio, and, okay. and you'll enjoy this. Okay. All right, we'll be back after this. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. According to Jim is brought to you by... Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE, Jim Joyner, Steve Sell. Steve, I wanted to ask you a question. Okay. I've got a lot of audio to play for us here, but okay. what are your thoughts on the wonderful movie, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Are you a fan of it? I like Christmas Vacation. You do? So, yeah. so you're, you've seen it? I've seen it. What about the other vacation movies? No, I haven't. Vegas Vacation? Not really. What about the original Vacation? I don't know. Which one with Christy Brinkley in it? That one is the original one. That's the one Where they're I driving said. in the car. That's the one. I've oh, had the, some Now, the Christmas nights. vacations. Christmas vacations where he, he like, about burns down the whole house or something. Well, it? he puts all the lights up on the house, and yeah. Cousin Eddie is there. Eddie. Now, Eddie makes the movie. Now, that's what I needed you to say, Steve, because I've pulled off a lot of audio from Christmas Vacation. Okay. And some really good Cousin Eddie moments i'm kind of cousin i'm kind of the cousin you do eddie. have a little cousin eddie to i you. do because he was perpetually confused. a little mississippi <laughs> bloodhound well he's a little perpetually confused so this first quote i have from cousin eddie is the griswold family christmas is going on they're eating dinner at the table is that where they have the bad turkey they do have a bad turkey 
but they're they're talking about all the the forecasts coming in and and Uncle Clark he says, "Hey kids, you hear about hear about Santa's sleigh being tracked by the National Weather Service?" And then Cousin Eddie lays this on us. Hey kids, I heard on the news that an airline pilot spotted Santa's sled on its way in from New York. Oh. 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 <laughs> you serious, Clark? <laughs> you serious, Clark? <laughs> I, I hear people say that all the time. Really? And Christmas Vacation is one of those movies that with my family, we watch it a lot. Really? And once we get a little closer to the 25th, I mean, it's on just 24-7. Okay. You serious, Clark? Yeah. <laughs> so then, how about this quote? So Cousin Eddie and the family, they used to live like in Dodge City. At the, at, in the first original vacation movie, they're somewhere in way southwest Kansas. And they happen to be driving through. They're on their way to Wally World, so they stop in. Well, now they're on the move. And Cousin Eddie talks about his new living arrangements for him and his family. So, when did you get the uh, tenement on wheels? Oh, that there, that, uh, that's an RV. Yeah, yeah. I barred it off a buddy of mine. He took my house, I took the RV. <laughs> you took the house, I took the RV. Not a very good exchange, probably. Well, compared to what Eddie's house was looking like in Dodge City or Liberal or Ulysses or yeah. somewhere way out there, it, it might have been a decent trade. Okay. How about this quote? This is one I really, really like. So they roll up to the, to the family. They're all in the front yard looking at the Christmas lights. Clark finally gets them on. All the grandmas are out there getting drunk in the front lawn. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Cousin Eddie and the gang roll up. And so they're introducing everybody. And one of my favorite lines is this one talking about their dog. And this here's our pride and joy, Snots. <laughs> Pretty name, Ed. <laughs> yeah, we named him that because he's got this sinus condition. <laughs> Snots, you roll over and let Uncle Clark scratch your belly. Oh God! Snots, snots. Okay. And, and and while they're talking about him, he's just got all this mucus on the oh side of his God. head. Snots. Don't you think that's cousin Eddie's type of dog? Probably so. To have a dog named Snots that's got a sinus infection and mucus that's, who is everywhere. That, Randy Quaid. Yes. Okay. Randy Quaid is about the perfect cousin Eddie. That, and doesn't cousin Eddie have like a plate in his head or something like that? Yeah, I, I didn't pull that that quote because there was a word that's not really radio friendly. But he said, "Yeah, Clark, you remember that that metal plate they put in my head? Well, every time that she'd turn on the microwave, I'd lose control of where I was and couldn't remember what my name was for five minutes." <laughs> All right, so here's another great cousin Eddie quote, and they're talking about cousin Eddie's daughter. And how she used to be cross-eyed. Okay. And then all of a sudden, one of the grandmas is going, Oh, Betsy, or whatever her name is, you're not cross-eyed anymore. And they have a very good explanation for that. Oh, my gosh. Her eyes aren't crossed anymore. That's something, ain't it? She falls in a well, eyes go cross. She gets kicked by a mule, they go back to normal. I don't know. (laughs) That sounds like something that happened to me. <laughs> Falls down a well, eyes goes cross, get kicked by a mule, they go back to normal. I don't know. Yeah. That's a pretty good Cousinetti quote. Yeah. All right, this is another one that's really good. It's from this same scene where they're out on the front lawn and the RV's rolled up, they're snot sitting there, and Cousin Eddie and Clark, they're the best of friends, or at least Cousin Eddie thinks that they're very good yeah. friends. And Clark 
I don't think he's a big fan of Cousin Not Eddie. Not a big fan. And he and this is technically, I guess, a Clark Griswold quote, but either way, it works. We were gonna call, but Eddie wanted to make it a surprise. Yeah, you surprised? <laughs> surprised, Eddie? <laughs> If I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am right now. <laughs> Is that what your sister's going to be saying whenever you roll into town and they go, well, I was going to call, but I figured I'd make it a surprise. Oh, Steve, yeah, I wouldn't be nah. any more surprised if I had my head sewn nah, to the carpet. I don't, I don't think my sister's, she's not going to be surprised. You're not going to bring snots? No, no. I've got one more great Cousin Eddie quote, and this is involving snots again. And... I guess this doesn't happen as much anymore, but do you remember when you had to put the water underneath the tree with real trees? Yeah. Now everybody has fake trees. Yeah. We've had the same fake tree at my house for like 15 years. Oh, that's a shame because... Going, cutting well, the cr- what? Do you have a Christmas tree, Steve? No, but when I, when I was a kid... That <laughs> that's was, a shame. That When I was a kid, that was the big thing, was going out and getting that good-smelling pine Christmas tree. Well, you had to keep the water under right, it to exactly. keep it alive. Yeah. And Snots, you know, he comes into the house and Probably just starts he starts drinking the, the sap water. Yeah. And Clark's telling him to get out of there, and then Cousin Eddie lays this line. That a fact. Hey, hey, get out of there. Stop. No. No, don't worry about it, Clark. Little tree water ain't going to hurt him. Before we left, he drank a half a quart of Penn's oil. Boy, when he lifted his leg the next morning. Whoa. <laughs> Oh, God. Drink a half a quart of Pennzoil. <laughs> there are some good lines, I'd say. Oh, Cousin Eddie's too good. All right, I've got one more line from that movie while in the process of finding some Cousin Eddie lines. That was another Clark Griswold one that was too good not to play. And this was very early on in the movie. Clark, they went and, they went and got their big Christmas tree, and now he's got to you know, cut it up a little bit because it's just so big to get right. it in the living room. Right. And he gets talking to the neighbors. Remember the neighbors from oh, this? Yeah. Julia Louis Dreyfus is oh, one yeah. of them. Yeah. And he lays this line on them. Hey, Griswold, where do you think you're going to put a tree that big? Bend over and I'll show you. You've got a lot of nerve talking to me like that, Griswold. I wasn't talking to you. Oh, oh yeah. Clark W. Griswold. Yeah. Are you going to watch that movie over the break? Probably not. And your vacation? Probably not. Your Christmas vacation? I, th- I could see you being the guy that turns that on on Christmas Eve and you start to feel a little spirited. Christmas Eve, I'm not watching TV. I don't watch what TV. What do you do on Christmas Eve? Presents. Well, yeah, that's when we have our Christmas. You normally. open all of your presents on Christmas Eve? Always have. Why? That's just the way we always did that. Now, what do you define as Christmas Eve? Like 7 o'clock on Christmas Eve? Yeah, like 7, 7.30, somewhere around there. So what do you do on Christmas morning? You get up and have breakfast and... <laughs> Go on to the next day. <laughs> okay, so when Santa would bring you presents... Christmas Eve. Why did he drop them off early? That's just the way we did things. You just you you went upstairs for about 5 we o'clock had, and came had, back down and there we they had, were? We had two days of Christmas, though, because we had a Christmas at, in Girard and then we had a Christmas in Ringo. So did you open presents in, presents in Ringo? Sure. What time did you do that? In... Uh, the after, it was like around noon or so. So Christmas morning, you weren't racing downstairs to go find the Christmas sleeping. tree? I was sleeping on Christmas morning. You guys have some strange family traditions. Thanksgiving, you're eating lasagna. Oh, yeah. Christmas, you don't even open up presents on Christmas ravioli morning. Ravioli for Christmas. Ooh. Yeah, ravioli. I would always be very adventurous 
and try to find out what I was getting for Christmas real early. And I'd get real nervous. And you know, about 2 o'clock in the morning, I'd, I'd peek around the stairs and say, ooh, I wonder, so I wonder if they got dropped off. So you presents on Christmas Eve. A lot of people open their presents on Christmas Eve. I got Eve. to open one present every year on okay. Christmas Eve. Okay. But I think the majority of people open up their presents on Christmas morning because well, Santa comes overnight well, this year, and drops them down the chimney. This year, Christmas is the 22nd. So it's really early this year for us. <laughs> Well, that's because that's because our family can only get together on the twenty second. So, so what are you going to open up on the twenty fourth? Nada. What about twenty fifth? <laughs> Just be another day. <laughs> Probably go to Five Guys or something. Oh, Steve, I, I learn more and more about you every day. Yeah, but this one's this one's funny. Yeah, you guys just got done with everything on Christmas Eve. There you go. Interesting. Yep. Interesting stuff, Steve. All right, we'll take one more break. Back after this, you're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE, Jim Joyner, and the Christmas Eve, Steve Sell. I'm still thrown off by that. Really? Well, we, we turned the mics off, and Steve went, I can't believe, I thought everybody opened up their presents on Christmas Eve. That's just how we've always done things. I think if we took a poll of all the people listening and said, when do you open up presents? Now, maybe maybe you open up one, or maybe there's a weird circumstance some year. But I think the majority of people will say, Santa drops them off overnight. Maybe your house was just one of the first. I mean, you, you Gerard and, and, and Independence, it was real close to the North Pole. Uh, yeah. But I just thought everybody did it that way. I've always wondered about that. What other things I do really weird that if people saw me do that like in my house, like what if I brush my teeth really weird? I don't know. What, what, if, what but, if I do something weird like did, that and they go, why do you we do would, it that way? We'd, we'd have our Christmas on Christmas Eve and then go to church. We'd go to Midnight Mass. Then after that's done, you just well, <laughs> back mid, to life. Midnight Mass was at midnight, you know. So your Christmas Eve was really Christmas Day in your mind. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting, Steve. Okay, what about, well, while we still have some more time to talk about some fun stuff, we'll, we'll get back into real sports tomorrow because we'll be making the trip to Dodge City. What about your favorite Christmas mu- movies? Famous. Your, favorite, your favorite Christmas movies. Gosh, I don't know. It's a Wonderful Life, probably. That's a good one, 1946. Oh, yeah, I was around back then. What about Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer? Now, Charlie Brown Christmas. Ooh, 1965. How old yeah. were you in 1965? Like 10? Eight. Okay. Yeah, yeah you would like that. Yeah. What about Frosty the Snowman? No. The animated version? No. Why not? Never watched it. You've never seen it? <laughs> not a fan. Wait, 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 wait. Have you never seen Frosty the Snowman, or are you not a fan? Just not a fan. Okay. It started off with never watched it, and I went, oh, no. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard the song. You know, he was oh, yeah. a jolly, happy soul. Oh, yeah, yeah. He had a corncob pipe and a button nose and oh, two yeah. eyes made out of coal. Of course. Okay, what about any more movies like after 1980? I any Christmas know, movies? I don't know what Christmas movies. The Christmas it? Story? 
No. You'll shoot your eye out. No. The leg lamp. No. Oh, Steve. You, it's only on TBS oh, that's, for that's 24 hours. Peter's Billingsley. Or Ralphie. Really. Is that his name? Peter Billingsley? Maybe. And TBS plays it like 24 yes. hours nonstop, which I find absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Why do they do that? Tw- they play it 12 because times. Because people love it. Oh, jeez. So you've never seen that movie? I've seen it. He gets his tongue stuck on the... Yep, he gets yeah. the tongue stuck to the pole. Yeah, and he's got the big glasses. Kind of a Poindexter. Ralphie. He's a Poindexter looking. The dad has the lamp that's a leg? Yeah, Darren McGavin, I think it is. <laughs> what about the Santa Claus? The Santa Tim Claus. Allen? No. I'm not a... I never was a Tim Allen fan. Home Alone? Have you seen that? 1990? No, that was Macaulay Culkin. Though. Yeah, but you're familiar with it? Yeah. He gets abandoned by I didn't his parents? Wa- I don't watch many movies. I just don't. Besides The Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> Casino good, and good, Scarface. Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Good, yeah. Greatest movie of all time, Goodfellas. What about Die Hard? That's the last question. Do you think that's a Christmas movie? Die Hard? Is that... Bruce Willis? No. Have you seen it? No. <laughs> don't watch Bruce Willis. Oh, Steve, you cracked me up. This is a, this was a good version of you today. Well, I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> Midweek, sometimes we run out of things to talk about. Tomorrow, plenty to talk about. The Bullpups going west. We're saddling up. Yeehaw, and going to Dodge City. We'll have a couple of games there tomorrow. And then Friday, we'll recap everything happening there. And then a little preview for everything else coming up over the Christmas break while we'll be gone. So, Steve, good show today. Proud of you. <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> Wrapping up today's show, for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Well, I guess it's-